Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week's conversation takes us back to the end of November and the morning after the Stack Awards when Anna Meyer, one of the editors and art directors of Brasilia Magazine, stopped in at the Stack offices. He'd picked up the trophy for Student Magazine of the Year the night before, and if I'm totally honest, I think you can hear that we're both running a little more slowly than usual. But if we're a bit below par, the magazine itself is anything but. Brasilia is published by the University of Applied Sciences and Arts in Hanover, and it's a ridiculously impressive piece of print. We've watched it evolve over the last three years, and it was really interesting to hear Anna's behind-the-scenes story of how the magazine has changed each year as the students working on it have come and gone with each group passing it on to the new generation of editors and designers. As Anna helpfully points out at the end of our conversation, you can buy Brasilia magazine from the Stack Shop. So if you want to see this one for yourself, do head over there and place your order. We don't have many copies, and of course this is a student project rather than a commercial publication, so once those few are gone, they're totally gone. But of course, regardless of all of that, it really is a brilliant piece of work, and I hope you'll enjoy this conversation with Anna Meyer from Brasilia. Anna, thank you very much for stopping in at Somerset House. Yeah, thank you. How are you feeling today? Um, a little bit hungover. Um, yeah, well, it, it wasn't that long last night, but um, yeah, the beer was tasty, so... That's what we try for. We, we aim for tasty beer at the Stack Awards. That's, yeah. that's good news. So, um, so first of all, um, congratulations. So you've won Student Magazine of the Year. Yeah, thank you. It was like, I don't know, it was really stunning because we, we never thought that. So... Um, yeah, we're happy, but um, it's we we did not realize it already. I think. So. <laughs> well, and you you mentioned on stage as well, like the you've applied for this for like three years now, and I think you've been commended before. Yeah. So true. like, it's nice that this has been a bit of a journey for you, and like you've now you've got the trophy. Exactly, because um, the first one was only in German, and no one could read it. So. Um, yeah, we we changed it actually kind of a bit because of Stack Awards. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, that's it's kind of awarding to be awarded um, for this, and yeah, I think we'll be there next year. So. Well, I certainly hope so. I mean, I, I one of the things that I love about just being involved with that generally is the way that you see magazines evolve. So you see something change and and you know hopefully get better as it goes. What's your experience been like of? running a magazine and doing that and changing things and tweaking them up as you go? Um, as we are a student magazine, it's kind of difficult because every time the team changes in some some ways and um, the the main goal is to keep the quality, but everything changes from issue to issue and as we, we change the typography and stuff, so it's you can actually compare them to each other, but yeah, we, we try to, to evolve every tiny bit that we, we, I don't know, like find out that this typography does not work and we change it for the next issue and stuff. So that's evolving in, in small steps, I think. 
Uh, well, I mean, and if you talk about keeping the quality high, I mean, you've done an amazing job with that. This is, the, I mean, the, the judges were, were talking again last night about how, you know, reading this magazine, you genuinely forget this is a student magazine. I mean, the, this, this totally stands like completely in its own rights. I'd love to know a little bit about sort of the background of this magazine and, and how you managed to make this. So um, you've been involved for three years, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, um, well, some guys, or the guys who started it, um, they developed a concept in a, in a course, in uni actually. Um, but um, at the same time, the uni wanted to um, start a magazine to, I don't know, do public relations and to get get in touch with others um, and they overtook like that that concept and um, started it and the first issue did not look at all like mm. like the one that we have now um, yeah but um, so where so when was this when did it start uh, it started I like I think in 2014 so mm -hmm. this is the fifth issue mm -hmm. And so, so, it, so it started, uh, was it much smaller or more modest? Um, well, it was like 500 copies. We're now at um, 1,500. But um, the, the look and everything was similar. So the, the logo was the same, um, the name was the same, and um, the size, actually. So that didn't change. And the, I think the typography, the reading typography... Um, did not change as well, mm -hmm. so we just changed like the the grid that we work in, and well, the textual uh, components did not change actually. So we still do that in that way. And so we should say so th this th you mentioned the uni. This is the University of Applied Sciences and Arts in Hanover. So you you finished last year. What were you studying while you were there? I finished this year, so Sorry. it was late. It's totally <laughs> last okay. academic year. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, in, in July, I think. Yeah, um, yeah well, um, it was, like, hard to do it because I was doing my bachelor's degree at the same time, so I had to work on this mm -hmm. magazine really hard. And, and what was your degree? Um, it was um, Bachelor of Graphic Design. Okay. So visual Communication, technically. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, well, and that... I, I did a book at the time and that required a lot of um, research and the magazine as well and a lot of, I don't know, thoughts put in. Um, yeah, well, that, that was really tricky, but I somehow managed it. But um, yeah, my bachelor's degree, I don't know, it suffered a little bit, <laughs> so, but that's okay. So were you the main uh, design force behind it? Yeah, well, I was the the one that had made two other issues so i was the one that had the most knowledge about how things work and the other people are like really younger so um yeah we were like four people that designed it actually and i don't know like 10 in the whole edition um yeah well that worked out pretty well so everyone was was really focused on it and had great ideas on the on the articles so that was really fun and, and i guess that's a, a good way of working in terms of bringing talent through because if you so you've been involved for that three years 
presumably you've had new team members coming on who were then involved and then they get to carry this thing on now that you're not a student anymore. Yeah, we, we try to, to let those team changes overlap. So if one comes in the team, it's our goal to, to let him or her um, stay in the team for like three years at best. But it's kind of difficult because everyone leaves uni eventually. So, um, yeah. That's we, the we aim, right? We, we you you want to leave. Yeah, we try <laughs> to get them as, as early as possible and then, yeah, keep them as long as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this issue was themed around waste and you've got some really powerful and really moving and affecting content in there. So I guess, first of all, what was it that attracted you to this theme of waste? Yeah, well, um, we always have lots of themes to um, to discuss before we, we choose one. And um, I don't know, waste was everywhere and everyone, <laughs> waste was everywhere and everyone was talking about it. Um, so everyone had like like an image of it, but it was always like plastic in the ocean or like, I don't know, um, e-waste in Africa that's burning. Um, and we try to to make up some other images of it. Mm. And yeah, well, that was not only to um, to change the image, but um, because it's really actual, right now, really current. So, mm, mm. I mean, so we'll put some um, pictures of this on the stack blog. The stuff that you've got in there is, I mean, it's exceptionally high quality. Where are you actually getting this material from? Um, I think this year every article is made by students from uni. So um, we have this photography course, photo, uh, photojournalism, um, and they are so good. <laughs> and I don't know, they are worldwide working. Everyone in all the students are working um, worldwide. And yeah, they, they get those stories and we just get them and we, we can... I don't know, for, for the whole magazine and we have to sort out stories that are not good as the ones that are in the magazine, but you you could take all of them, so. Mm -hmm. And I mean, again, the, like the stuff in here, like you could honestly expect to see this just in any top quality magazine on the newsstand. Are there, I mean, are the students here, are they mature students who already have a career in photography and they're already doing this, but... You know, they're, they're studying alongside it, or are these undergraduates who are like early 20s and, and doing this for the first time? Both. Um, we have a lot of photographers that are like, I don't know, in the 30th mm -hmm. semester or something. Mm -hmm. um, but we we have this one story by um, Malte Uchtmann, I think. He is like a second semester. So this is... Um, yeah, it, it depends on how good the stories are. You, we, we don't sort out like only take the ones that are made by photographers that were, are professionally working already, but um, yeah, the stories are all good. So. And of course, so as you mentioned, you, you took the big step, I think, two issues ago, when you went from being German into German and English. And again, that takes a lot of doing. I mean, that's the very difficult thing to do. And you can't just get photographers to do that. So who, who are the people who are working on the editorial side? Yeah. Um, well, actually, we, we did the whole magazine in German and um, did the translation or, or, um, 
a translator in London did that, mm -hmm. so um, we just paid for it. Mm -hmm. um, but the difficulties we had were like, where do you put the photos if you have two languages, and where do you put the illustrations? Do you put um, put it between the articles because we we have like first the uh, first um, it's German and then it's English but always the whole article and yeah so we thought it might have might be best to I don't know flip through the whole article in German and English so maybe there's some kind of understanding between German and English mm. and English readers can I don't know understand the German side maybe Oh, and I, I'm not sure I could say that I understand the German because of that, but what I do definitely get is a flow through the magazine where yeah. the, the, you can see the languages actually working alongside each other rather than one being entirely dominant and the other one, you know, sort of the, the subservient version. Or the, the worst thing is when, like, you just get all of the English translations at the back of the magazine. Yeah. So you can look at the magazine and then you've got to get to the translations at the end. Yeah, we didn't want that, so <laughs> we... We actually wanted to, to skip all hierarchies or something and did, did not want to, um, um, I don't know, put the one language in that typography and the other one in like the other, um, because we thought that would make them non-equal, mm. so, um, or unequal. So, um, yeah, we just put them aside. So you, you mentioned that you just paid for the translation and you got that done. Is that the university that is paying for this? The, I mean, is this a, an entirely university-funded project? Yes, it is. Um, we don't have any any um, I don't know um, commercials in it, um, but we we get support by the printer, which is doing really good prices. Um, yeah, but the rest is paid by uni. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a, an excellent magazine. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing next year's already because the I, I think that often with these university projects, you see how something that came before then inspires the next cohort to go one better and, and do something else. Yeah. Do you, I mean, are you going to stay involved in this in any way now that you're not actually a, a student yourself? Yeah, well, I will stay with it for like two months from now um, till, till the end of February, um, because I'm working at uni right now. Um, so you're, you're working at the university? Exactly, yeah. Um, and yeah, for that time I will be involved and maybe longer, but mm. I don't know, I have to get a job afterwards, so <laughs> maybe I have to work then, yeah. I don't know. Well, what are you doing for the university at the moment? Uh, it's a graphic design job, so I do like promotional um, publications and stuff mm -hmm. and yeah posters mm -hmm. and so okay so in this life post university what's the plan what, what do you want to be doing where do you want to be going oh, so many people keep questioning me <laughs> I don't know I'm sorry to sound like your dad I <laughs> uh, know but um, it's it's kind of a tough question because um, I would love to work on my own and like freelance or do my own studio or something um, but that requires money and mm. that requires clients who mm. pay you um, so I don't know maybe it's going to be a simple graphic design job in an agency mm -hmm. at first maybe mm -hmm. and then in Germany uh, I don't know I have not not a place that I want to go so I will apply Europe-wide I think 
So maybe London. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, we've got this Brexit thing happening next year. Yeah, stay stay oh, well away from here, seriously. So the, I mean, you, it sounds like you know that broadly you want to be working in graphic design and, and doing your own thing. Do you want to be working in magazines and in print or actually are there interests in other stuff that you want to be doing? Interests, I would say, is in everything, but um, print is what I love. So I hope to work in print um, and magazine as well, but I think I have to do some some web work as well. But uh, (laughs) yeah. It's for the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, well, I hope so. I, I, I hope to work like for for cultural things like museums and stuff. Mm. But um, yeah, and magazines are always always a goal to work there. And so the, I mean, the university I think should be commended for giving you the space and the resources to make something like this they should also be so proud that they've got I mean this is like the most amazing piece of marketing materials that they could have I imagine that it is how how directly will the university now be involved in terms of you know so you've won a prize like you've won an award is that do they care about that sort of thing I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, we. I think we we just um, send out like like the um, press releases and stuff. So I think as as other people recognize it's a good magazine, the uni will as well. So because we we always have to like, like fight for it because there are always people who want want the money to to take it for something else. Um, yeah, but I, th- I think everyone really likes it, even though they can't say it. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's nice. And you, you said before the 1,500 copies of this yeah. issue. Is, is it available for sale anywhere? Uh, yeah, it's available at Stack. I no. mean, obviously it's yeah. in our shop yeah, people sure. should go to our shop but I mean you know if sure. if, 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 <laughs> if I were walking around Hanover is there are there magazine shops in town that are stocking it or, or like other places around Europe uh, sadly in Hanover you can actually buy it mm. in, in an offline shop um, you can buy it at the uni mm. but that is far away from the from the inner city right. um, it is available in Hamburg at Gutberg Nerger I don't know um and at Slanted, which is an online shop, but yeah, we didn't manage to to sell it out in in shops already. So well, but, but that is a whole other side to magazine maker. I mean, you you've produced a, a fantastic piece of creative publishing, but then actually getting it into the shops and staying on top of invoicing and yeah. all of that is a whole other side of it. Yeah, that's actually more work than doing the magazine. So, and right now it's like just me working for it, and we're starting the next issue now. So it's a whole lot of work, and there are new people involved, and that takes a lot of concentration and and, and work mm-hmm. and time. So go and give us a little preview. What's the next issue going to be about? We don't know yet. <laughs> we decide, I think, next week. So I have no idea. There are some some topics that are in the in the shortlist, but um, we don't know yet. Okay, all right. Well, enjoy doing it, whatever you end up doing, and whatever the next issue is about. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing it, um, and uh, I hope we see it again in the awards next year. You will. I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
Okay, that's all for this week. I would like to say thanks very much to Anna for making the journey over to London for the Stack Awards ceremony. This is the last of our awards-based podcast episodes now. If you've heard uh, the last couple, you'll have heard the ceremony and a conversation with Bobby from Anxi. Um, But we've now got a great bunch of magazine makers who are going to take us through to the end of the year. So keep on listening out for episodes coming on Fridays every week. And talking about the end of the year it's nearly christmas we have got a brilliant offer that you should definitely check out go to stackmagazines.com forward slash christmas and you can choose a free magazine when you buy any of our gift subscriptions Uh, we've got some fantastic magazines in there including mcguffin good trouble the gourmand it's a brilliant selection and obviously ideal for the magazine lover in your life and of course if you give the gift of stack you'll be helping us to do what we do like make more of these podcasts okay that's the end of my appeal thank you very much for listening to this one and we'll be back with another episode next week